it's Sam. And welcome back to Sam and Mora. 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 Ooh. Ooh, that's the name of the girl from Resilient Isles. That is true. I really anyway. like her name. <laughs> welcome back to Sam and Laura Make a Podcast. It's like my name. Except for with an M. What did you, what I did don't you know. do? It's angry. Okay. We, mm. We're experiencing minor technical difficulties with yeah, the mic. Better. It's better. This is I a great it. intro. Great intro. Well done. Nailed it. <laughs> anyway, welcome back, guys. Uh, hope you're having a good week. We are having a good weekend. So, um, Laura, what's been up the last two weeks? Got the greenhouse warmed up. Yeah, that's true. It was also nice mm-hmm. and warm today. Yeah, that's true. And tomorrow it's going to be really, really nice, which is awesome. Yeah. And, oh, got my wedding dress. That counts, <laughs> that counts as something. <laughs> that does count as something. Just, I deleted the pictures off my phone because I knew I would be a dummy and be like, look at what I got. Mm, yeah. It's all right. I still have pictures. That's good. I think I still have some in text messages to okay. people. Well, just, just don't show him. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, though. Mm-hmm. Very I'm, exciting. I'm very excited. I'm, I find it really funny, the type of dress you got, because it was not what you had no, anticipated. Not at all. Mm-mm. Not, no definitely not a flowy, beachy dress. No. Mm-mm. Well, I, I don't really like the beachy dresses either, though, because I think, I don't know, they just, I don't like the when they're, like, Empire right here. Waist. They make people look pregnant. I mean, a lot of people that are pregnant wear them. Mm, that's why I don't like them. Okay, well. <laughs> no worries. They do. I don't know why, but man, that other, wherever that other one was hitting, that did not It was not weird. Look good. It was right above your hip bones. And it yeah, was it looked like a box on a triangle. It's okay. That was a weird look for me. The dress just didn't fit you. It's fine. Yeah, it looked like it had boobs in that other dress, too. That was kind of cool. <laughs> I was like, holy crap, holy. <laughs> look at him. Kapow, pow. Kapow, pow. Kapow, pow. Anything else? It's been a pretty productive two weeks. I'm really busy at work getting stuff ready to go. Yep. Am I forgetting something? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't know. I have a bad habit of not remembering. That's okay. Things. It's one of the reasons we're doing a podcast. Early onset. <laughs> Very early onset. Let's not joke about that. Dark. <laughs> just, just got real dark. <laughs> anyway, how was your week, Sam? Uh, Weeks. Plurals. Plurals. It's been pretty hectic at work. Um, we have the February from hell, because I have an audit every single week in February. Because why not? Because why not? Why not have some fun in February? Fun February! Uh, yeah. But otherwise, it's, <gasps> it's been pretty quiet. Hashtag FF2020! <laughs> it's been a long time since we had that hashtag. Oh my gosh! Oh no, it, and it's not accompanying a road trip. If any of our college friends are listening to this, you, you know what we're talking about. Hashtag <laughs> FF. 20... Oh, boy. Ooh, 12? 2010? 2012, I think. Was it? Yeah, because it was when Molly graduated. It was the okay. year after she graduated. Yeah, she was a... 2K... It's either 2K12 or 2K13. 2K? Who are you? <laughs> 2K. <laughs> 2K uh, or not 2K? <clears throat> Otherwise, it's been... I don't know, kind of unproductive, other than like all the productiveness at work, and I just haven't gotten to go to yoga or anything like that because I've getting been getting off work really late, <clears throat> so I just need to find balance again. Not that February is going to help me with that, but I just need to like yeah, I think elbow out some room. February is kind of like a freight train that's coming right for you. <sighs> we just gotta, I just gotta stay focused. 
Oh, I did buy my stamp for my pottery, so that's exciting. Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. Yeah. So. It's a little bee in case you guys are wondering. Oh! And we finally ordered some glaze. It's like C. Did C you get the right firing? C. What? Did you get the right temperature? Cone 6, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm hmm. It's really pretty. I'll show you a picture of it. It's like, I think it was the one that was all blues and little bits of greens in there or something like that. Mm hmm. It should be pretty. Yeah, I should have. I should have some stuff to glaze when I go back to the. Yeah. Because I had a bunch of best square, so. Uh, I think I got everything glazed <clears throat> that I had going through there. Yeah, but just gotta get to the <clears throat> studio too and get to yoga. That'll be good. Um, okay, so as we promised last episode, we're gonna talk through our 2020 lists. Um, and kind of a different format this year. We didn't make any things for each other. Um, we're gonna try to keep it to three things and uh, we'll talk through those. So, Laura, what's on your list? Um, so I think the biggest one for me, which since it kind of started last year, but I want to continue on with it this year is to get in a better mental place Mm -hmm. and to work on a lot of things (laughs) because there's quite a few things that I think I need to work on. Um, yeah, but you, you found a therapist, right? Yes. Uh, she... You don't, if you so, don't want to talk about it, it's okay. Well, we've got, like, so there's, like, one main thing that we're going to tackle right away, and then after that, mom, I think, is going to be the next mm. thing to tackle, because... Yeah, it's she, not a great relationship. Yeah, and she uh, thinks that a lot of issues that I have personally are stemming from my relationship with mom. Which, Possible. Yeah, you can kind of see it. It kind of makes sense, so... yeah. I did spend, like, uh, half an hour or so with Mom on the phone earlier, though. It was just, it was kind of, like, top-level stuff. Yeah, gliding on the surface talking, but still. Yeah. Um, let's see. After that, so mental space is definitely the big one. Um, it might sound kind of silly, but the wedding, I think, is going to be a pretty big... I don't think that's silly. I know, but it doesn't seem something that's, like, list-worthy, but at the same time, I'm, I don't know. You can't. I mean, it's a big, big step. Yeah. Don't there's make the terrified eyes of me. There's, like, a lot of things for it that I'm like, oh, Melanta. I was looking at it this way. Like, as long as the guests are there and there's food for them and there's someone to marry you, then you, you've checked all the boxes, really. It's a fair point. Logistically. It's a fair point. Yeah. Find Everything else is just us. extra. Yeah. We need to cross that bridge. Well, I mean, you've got two big things. You have a venue and your dress. That's true. And you have some awful colors. <laughs> oh, it's just the mustard. It is just the mustard. person likes. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, <laughs> I've i met his best man. His best man is going to look awful in mustard. What are you talking about? Isn't it Sam? Oh, Won't Sam he look bad in mustard? Good mustard. They're, all the boys are going to look washed out. All the boys are going to look funny in mustard, aren't they? Because Zach is going to look good in mustard. Yeah, yeah. Dre's literally... Well, maybe he'll do something different then. Maybe he'll wear mustard and they'll wear just like a mustard tie. Or they could do suspenders. Like a white shirt. I and, love and, suspenders. I know. I think they look cool. Dre hates them vehemently. I don't okay, know if that means well. the guys won't get to wear them or what, but... You can put your foot down on suspenders. <laughs> yeah, right. They will wear suspenders. 
I think I think a co- like a pop of color, but those like all the boys that I know of that he would have in his wedding party are gonna look real pasty mm-hmm. against a mustard. That's very true. They don't have enough melanin in their skin. No. So it's no. just a consideration. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, we're going on a fun tangent about colors. Which is why I'm like, you guys can pick. You guys can do like navies. Navy looks good on. Like, every right? skin tone. Yeah, navy is going to be perfect. And navy is such a popular color that there's no yeah. way you won't be able to find dresses. Correct. I need it. That's one thing I got to get done is get, like, I got to tell Sean and Kirsten still that they're in it. I haven't mm-hmm. actually told them yet. Building up to it. <laughs> it's going to be intense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, well. it is. Um, Pray for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pray for all of us. <laughs> two very intense people in a like in a good way in a good way i'm a little worried they're gonna clash and i'm gonna get stuck in the middle or we are just gonna run away i'm a little worried about that too we'll be fine yeah we'll be fine um this is fine i'm fine everything's fine (laughs) um and third i don't know i feel like so money is probably the one that i would put third Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's kind of a tie for third right now. I think, but the tie part part for part the tie part the tie part for third <laughs> could possibly be lumped in with the first one with more mental with better mental health because it's going to be focusing on not freaking out about things at work quite as much. Yeah. Which I think I'm doing better. When I called you earlier today, I was just kind of hot in general, but, but you weren't as hot as you normally burn, right? Because, like, sometimes when you get really frustrated... I see red real fast. Yeah. Real fast. Yeah. I mean, you come down quickly. That's true. But it's a really quick up and down. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to... I'm trying to level that out a little bit more. And I think that's partially, like, the mental space and also partially just me, like, kind of breathing through it a little bit better and just kind of not fixating on whatever it is. Don't ruminate. Yeah, I'm really bad about ruminating. Last night I was trying really good to, like, get myself off of the rumination train because I was definitely yeah. ruminating after she texted me back. And I was like, mm-hmm. I still think there was a lie that happened in that. I mean, she could have texted my boss, but yeah. given the response I got, I think it was a bold-faced lie. Yeah, and that's really unfortunate. I think when I struggle with some people... Um, I just try to take a step back and realize, like, my reaction is is my own. Yeah. I shouldn't give them more power than they deserve. Which is why I try to do my best, even when speaking with her, to just kind of brush things off and be like, oh, that's kind of weird. I don't know why we do that. (laughs) Because I can, like, I can see behind your eyes, though. You're like, (gasps) You're right. What the fuck? (laughs) Internal screaming. Yeah, right. (laughs) Ugh. She just—it's just the constant little comments and little quips and little things that get at me after a while, and I'm just over it. Not looking forward to this coming year dealing with it, but that's okay. It'll be okay. There's always someone at work that just like pokes away. Yeah. yeah. At least Holly just doesn't say anything. She just runs to mom about it. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's one. Excuse me, one way to talk about it. 
I mean, I'd rather just have it all come out at once versus just the constant little scratches. Yeah, little, scratches little sharp barbs. Yeah. Death by a thousand paper cuts. Yeah, because that's what really irritates me. It's like, it, don't make your crappy little comments. Anyway. Okay. So I guess number three then would be money, like working on paying down debt and saving some. I think, I think saving might be put off. I did... What? I forgot to send my stuff today. Whoops. My, uh... Shoot, that was my thing for January, is to get that done. It's in my car. It's been in my car since technically January. I'm very close to actually having this shit done for once. It's okay. Ah, oh, dang it. <laughs> I need to get that sent. Um, anyway, so, money. Focusing on being better about... Not budgeting, because let's be honest, budgeting's never gonna happen. But... <laughs> You sound like me last episode. Right. Fuck that shit. Yeah, we got time for that. Anyway. Shimiki. <laughs> what is that? Shimiki. It's Shimiki. Okay, well. <laughs> what are your lists? Or your, what is your list? Okay, so I was uh, kind of a weird kid. On the 1st of January, like, I sat sat down and journaled for probably a good two hours. Dang. Yeah. How did you... It was a little intense. How did you hold still for that long? I'd be like... (laughs) I was focused on stuff. Fair point. Fair point. Um, And I kind of, like, mapped out some very specific goals. Um, So my list is bigger, but I think shareable ones that I want to talk about and want, like, accountability buddies... That's a fun word. Accountability buddy. Um, so one thing that I'm terrible about is enjoying the space and enjoying the things that I do for myself. Mm-hmm. So, like, <coughs> I'll fix up part of the house, and then as soon as it's done, like, my mind is on to the next project, rather than, like, taking time to enjoy mm-hmm. and use the space that I created. That makes sense. I noticed it, especially when I lived in North Dakota, like, I put so much time and effort into the backyard, and then I hardly spent any time back there once I'd finished it. And in a lot of ways, it's similar here when I do things of, like, it's just on to, like, the next step. And it's kind of a weird way to put it, but, like, I need to enjoy the things that I build, not just from, like, an aesthetic standpoint of that's not necessarily just the reason why I fix things at the house, Mm -hmm. but also, like, because it's my house and I should enjoy the space that I live in. Yeah. It's kind of a weird one. No, that makes sense. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's like people used to just sit on their front porch and just, like, enjoy the world going by, right? Like, you Mm -hmm. get to sit there and enjoy the space and everything around it, but... I think it's kind of hard to do now. Yeah. I agree. But I think that's a great, great thing to, to do. Yeah. And it's it's just... It's, it's allowing myself that space. Uh-oh. Anyway, uh, minor fun on the technical difficulties. If you heard the uh-oh, my computer just went to sleep and stopped recording. It's okay. I just need to reset the, <clears throat> reset the sleep timer. It's fine. It's fine. This is fine. It's fine. Yeah, fine. Uh, back to what we were talking about. <clears throat> Ooh, that was a little Minnesotan. I'm so froggy lately. Like, I feel like, ugh. Phlegm? Yeah, I'm tired of... Mucus? Yeah. That's not a great word. Mucus? Yeah. Anyway. 
Um, but I did the same thing in North Dakota. Like, I built a game room downstairs. I never spent any time down there. And so I just want to take advantage of the spaces that I build myself instead of just hopping off to the next project. Mm -hmm. Because I'm really good about projecting and then just, like, keep shuffling along new projects. I think sometimes it's so easy to get stuck in a rut of, like, being in the same... Like, I do the same thing at home where it's, like, the living room or upstairs. Like, that's... Yeah. Like, boop, boop, boop. Like, I don't ever seem to use the kitchen table. We never sit there and, like, actually eat dinner at the kitchen table. We usually go and eat dinner, like, in front of the TV or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel ya. I feel ya. Um, my second one was building routines that support the goals I have in life. So, habits are something that are innate, right? So, you get up and you take a shower and that's how you start your day. That's just like, a, that's that's almost ingrained. It's automatic when you get up. Routines are things you have to put effort into. And whether it's like my mental health routine throughout the week of meditating or journaling and or you know, yoga, working out, like, building those routines that make me feel better, Mm -hmm. and then in times of stress, Mm -hmm. like, it's built already, and it's already there for me to go do, like, the the pre-planning steps have been taken, like, my gym bag's in my car, Mm -hmm. so there's no reason to go home, go to the gym, as you, as your routine for the day said, you should go to the gym, so that's a big part, I've done really well throughout January on, like, the mental routines of journaling and meditating and, like, taking that time. Um, Physically, it's been a little harder. Like, I've tried to get in some home workouts, but, y'all, I think the seasonal depression stuff is setting in. Have you noticed that, too? I've been been so tired. Yeah, So tired. I'm just like, I... hmm. Uh, Anyway, so... uh, As soon as I get the floor put into the greenhouse you should just come sit in the greenhouse with me and soak, soak up, up some, some sun because i feel better the yeah. last couple days after having worked out in the greenhouse yeah i think it's just actually getting yeah it's crazy and i've been really... taking a vitamin d supplement and it helps <sighs> like it's not as bad this year as it was last year mm-hmm. last year was awful it was I also so much snow last year it like sneaks up on you and you yeah. don't really realize it until you don't want to do it. like it makes jack I, shit yeah, I get really, Nothing. like, munchy and hungry, and I just don't want to do anything. Like, yeah. I will sit on the couch with a bag of chips, and that is my life. And that is not wise. <laughs> Sometimes it's what you need, but not that's all the time. That's true. Not from, like, January through March. <laughs> yeah, that's what gets me. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, my last one's kind of a dual one, kind of like Laura's. Um, so, I... I don't want to focus from a fitness standpoint on, like, aesthetic goals. I want to focus on, like, physically being able to do something fun with my body. Uh-huh. So, I've, I'm pretty flexible, but I've never been able to do the splits. So, I want to work on flexibility from that stage. Nice! Uh, I used to run before I broke my leg. Mm-hmm. And I want to get back to that because there, I was almost to the point where running was fun. 
when yeah. I broke myself. Uh-huh. I was almost there, and then I broke myself, and I haven't gotten to do it since because it hurts. So I need to see a podiatrist or somebody mm-hmm. um, and see if there's something, like, if I actually broke other bones in my foot and they didn't find it and now it grew back weird. You need to talk to Kirsten. Yeah, probably. Because she broke her foot, and she Because it hurts. <laughs> she went to a lot of different doctors, so she can give you the rundown on which yeah. ones actually helped and stuff. Um, and then lastly, I've never been able to do a pull-up. So I can bench. Ooh, pull-ups suck. I can bench my own weight, or I used to be able to bench my own weight, mm-hmm. Like, but I cannot lift it. Like, it's a different motion, and it's a different set of muscles. Mm-hmm. Even when I was little, I couldn't do a pull-up. So I just want to do a fucking pull-up. Have you seen the machines where... um, Yeah, they have the assisted part. Yeah. Yeah. Those things are cool. So those are the three physical things I want to try to accomplish this year. And it might be just like a fun 5K. Would you run a fun 5K with me? Yeah. Like an obstacle course? Yeah. (laughs) Less solid, yeah. Yeah, 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 let's do it. I'd do that. And then in conjunction with that, I think um, as I you know, elbow more space for myself and set better boundaries at work. Um, I want to be starting my creative business. There was a lot. (laughs) She's beaming ear to ear. (laughs) There's a big part of me. There's a big part of me that was hesitant about creating uh, a hustle out of my creative outlet because Like, I literally like to make things just for the sake of making them. Mm -hmm. So the thought of, like, pricing them and then having to ship them and, like, promote myself makes me a little uneasy. Uh Uh-huh. But at the same time, I guess Steph's point is right. Like, one, she sees a lot of stuff that's being sold for a lot of money, and she's like, quality-wise, your stuff is way better. I'm like, well, you're a little biased, but it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, they just have a different aesthetic than I do when, when they finish their pots. <laughs> uh, and two, if I'm going to keep creating things, like I either need to get more friends to give things away to, <laughs> or find another outlet so I don't bury myself in pottery. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. I think it'll be good. Well, I like to do other things too. So I'd, I'd experimented with stained glass. I like doing textiles. Um, I can make Christmas wreaths in like... 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, that wreath was super pretty. Yeah. So, like, I, I can do a bunch of creative stuff. Mm-hmm. And if it gives me, like, fun spending money to go on trips, then better for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, maybe. Maybe I will use a Squarespace free promotional ad thing that are everywhere and make a, make a website. Speaking of, hot new website coming your way, hopefully. Ooh, segue. Segue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at me. Hey, Squarespace. Not sponsored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! But I really dig your shit because WordPress sucks. <laughs> Sorry, WordPress. No, I'm not. It was awful. <laughs> Even Dre didn't like it, and he does computer stuff, website computer stuff. Let me add that in. Yep. All right, so that's that's my list. I think we both have really doable things. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah, and I think. You know, when we get to the end of this year and we do our wrap-up, I can share some of the other stuff on my list. Some of it's a little more personal, um, <laughs> so I'm not quite comfortable putting it out into the interwebs, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. I'll share it with you later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Laura. We're going to talk about dating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's super excited for this episode. 
I'm a little nervous about it. <laughs> you know what's terrible is I can't remember... Because, like, for a while there, when I was doing the online dating thing, I went on quite a few first dates. And <clears throat> I don't specifically remember a lot of them. Which, I mean, is probably a good thing that they aren't burned in my memory for the rest <laughs> of my life. But there's a couple that I remember. Oh, man. Definitely one that I remember. That doesn't sound good. I can't... I think I told you about this... Okay, wait. How, are we, how do you want to do this? Well, so I thought... Um, so I actually just ended up deleting all the apps off my phone because I was getting burnt out again. Done with that shit. Yeah. So I thought, like, we could layer this. I could talk about... Or we could talk about kind of our views of dating currently in the modern world. And... <laughs> Sorry. Summed, summed up in one word. Hot garbage. <laughs> Two words. Burning garbage. Uh, Hot burning garbage. And then... Dumpster uh, fire. Good gosh. <laughs> <laughs> then we can talk about um, maybe like our worst first date. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have one? I... Well, so I don't know that I've... I've... Yeah, let's come back around to that. I'm not going to okay. go into it okay. right now. Yeah. And then probably wrap it up with like... Since since you're getting married, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what my plan is for dating in 2020? <laughs> How freaking weird! <laughs> That's so weird, man. All right, right? And you guys thought it was gonna happen like years ago. Well, I mean, you were you're a serial monogamer, my friend. Hey, I was. You were you were single for a bit. Yeah, it was a ch- it was a little chunk of time there. Like I kind of dated, but it mm-hmm. wasn't anything super serial. Yeah. I think the I think the reason I did that after the one that you thought that I would get married to. The one that we both thought you'd get married to. Don't lie. This is true. <laughs> I don't know that it would have gone well though, because I No, was I don't a I don't child. think it would have gone well either. However, yeah. you'd already kinda like formed your life to fit what you thought that was going to look like. That's a fair point. Um I think I was so hurt by the end of that one. I think that's why I was serial about yeah. jumping into something else right away. Yeah. I will say, to, to get real serious on what should be a fun topic, um, I won't put it in the speech because it'll make us both cry, but like, when you called me in the middle of the night when I was in Ogden and you were here. That was awful. There is nothing in this world I wanted more than to be able to teleport. That was awful. That was an, oh God. Because I was just... I was devastated, and I was like, I, I'm not physic. I can't touch you, and it just, it broke my heart. That was awful. Yeah. So, I mean, yay dating. Yeah, right? <laughs> Ugh, I'm getting teary now. Dude, that was like, that was rough. I was so glad that you answered. <laughs> For real, best friend, I'll always answer. Same. That was, yeah. Yeah, not good. Anyway. Not the same, but similar to reaction that I had Ugh. when you called me. Yeah. Okay, so dating and kind of God, dating. Dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just gonna, asterisk, dumpster fire. <laughs> I would say I have had some not great experiences with relationships. Um... There was one in particular that I'm going to get scolded for sharing this way instead of sharing with her other times. (laughs) So when I was in North Dakota, um, it was only ever digitally. Like, he was 
distance. Wait. But there was some definite, um, probably, I don't know if taking advantage of is the right phrase there, but it was probably definitely some abusive behavior that I uh, decided that uh, I needed to take rather than get out of. Um, so he was an interesting fella. Was that, that wasn't the that guy was that was traveling. Yes. I remember bits and pieces of you telling me about him. It was not him. good. Like, there was a whole bunch of stuff going on behind the scenes. Uh-huh. Um, that was, now that I look back at it, I'm like, baby Sam, that is so abusive. What are you what doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, I remember being worried for you when that was, was going on because I you wanted to actually like meet up with him at some point yeah. in time and I was like I don't think that's a good idea. It was abusive enough from a distance that yeah. I don't know that uh, it would have gone very well at all if we'd met in person. I'm very glad that you did not. Um, and it kind of. It definitely, like, took the wind out of my sails when I had to, like, walk away. And I chose to walk away. And it was one of the best decisions I've made. Mm -hmm. But it was also really, really hard. And it kind of knocked me down for a while. And so, like, I I don't do well with relationships, as it turns out. It's just hard for me to trust people. Yeah. Because I feel like I trusted him enough to give him ammunition, and then, like, that didn't end well. Yeah. And that's something that it haunts you in a different kind of way. You try really hard not to take that with you. Uh Uh-huh. But, and and unless you do some really serious self-work, it's going to be, it's in the back of your head. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess... Like, I'm a serial dater. Like, I don't typically go on that many second dates. And I've kind of, like, taken a step back and tried to figure out why that is. And it's usually me that says no thank you. And so, like, we'll get into that with my 2020 scheme because, girl, I've been journaling too much. <laughs> I think a lot of that, like, what what we had talked about before where you, like, build that person up in your head, I can completely agree with that because that happened a lot to me. When I went on dates, when I was online dating, like yeah. you have this picture in your head of you have a picture of them yep. that they chose. Yep. So there's a reason why they chose that picture, mm-hmm. and then they build themselves up in whatever way when you're talking, when you actually meet them. It's just I don't know. There's something about it that never really clicked for me. I agree. Yeah, and I think that's that more than anything else is something that I, I, I'm going to try to figure out in 2020 when it comes to relationships um, and being open to them and trying really hard to see kind of the good in people and to treat them like a human rather than just a swipe. However, if I don't find someone that's willing to do the same thing, yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't help me at all. Yeah. So I deleted all my apps, man. I, I got a little burnt out on it. Um, because everything was just small chat, small chat, small chat, small talk. There we go. Small chat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, hey, do you want to fuck? Yeah, right. <laughs> DTF? No. Not even a little. I don't want to see your tiny wiener. I'm going to have to put an explicit on this one. <laughs> We've dropped a couple of F-bombs. <laughs> all right. Oh. We have. Whoops. Yep. 
Our bad. Sorry. Anybody Sorry, out there? That's I get a little sweary. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think I follow this guy on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. he, he's his name is John Kim. He's uh, goes under the Angry Therapist, and a lot of his stuff is geared more towards men. Um, but his viewpoint on dating is that it's dead, uh, and I don't disagree with him. There's so much about our culture that's like on to the next best thing. Um, if I just, you know, keep swiping right, maybe, just maybe, I'll find somebody. Uh, but, you know, I'll go meet somebody in person, and then when they're not what they what they propose to be, then I'll just keep swiping, right? So, eh, I don't know how to break it. I mean, obviously, it's a cultural phenomenon that's not just being driven by a single single human. Um, that's that's what I feel, though. Like, dating, dating is pretty dead. Yeah. I don't know, and I, in our world, in our society, how people actually meet other than online stuff is kind of mind-boggling to me, because, I mean, really, how many people do you actually interact with on a day-to-day basis that are new? Not that many, and yeah. that's why, I guess, if I was going to put a fourth thing on my list, it'd be like, I typically volunteer a lot, but the groups I volunteer with are, I'm volunteering with a lot of people that are my age that are women. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know what the statistic is, and maybe we'll look that up for one of our future episodes about how many men are involved in volunteering versus women. Mm-hmm. But it's it's very female-heavy, so the program coordinators are women. The Most of the people that are coming in to volunteer are women. Mm-hmm. And it just, like, something's missing, I think, in the equation. Yeah. I... I think it's always good to have, like, I'm very happy that there's a heavier balance of women that are really yeah. coming forward and doing things, but I also do think that... Well, I mean, do you think it's because men are just not able to be... It takes a lot of emotional availability to be, to be a volunteer, especially for things with youth. So, mm-hmm. like, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be emotionally available for your kiddo. And there's so, not many guys that are... Well, I mean, it's hard. It's hard enough in, in, like, the emotional intelligence that you build. I think it's it's easier <coughs> for women to nurture that side of themselves. Yeah. In, in the Midwestern culture that we're in. And I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe we're not seeing this right. And if, you know, somebody's got comments, you know, just email us and we can talk about it. But it just feels like... The, the men of our generation are kind of lost. Yeah. Because the traditional roles that they're supposed to fill don't really exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Especially here in the Midwest. So, you know, all these guys that were brought up with men as the head of the household, they're supposed to bring home the bacon. Like, they're supposed to be the provider. And the, the economy that we live in, and even just, like... The graduation rates are, are flipping to be in favor of women. Women are going and getting more degrees. Like, it takes a very comfortable man in his own sexuality and his own masculinity to come alongside, not behind, not in front of, not mm-hmm. on top of, a woman that knows what she's got and knows what her worth is. Mm-hmm. And so, I guess that's more than anything why I feel like dating is dead. And, and in a lot of spaces, we as women, and this is something 
I think, this is just my opinion, we've tried to take the approach of men and say that we're not, we don't need to have an emotional connection to enjoy sex. Um, we don't need, like we're, we're trying to, we're trying to say that we're, we're a guy's girl, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm, yeah, I, I don't know that that's something that I can do. Like, I, I tried the casual situation. Um, it, it, it makes me feel gross. Yeah. Because it literally was just the dude getting his rocks off. And that was the, the, the majority of what was going on. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. It makes me feel gross. Mm-hmm. And that's just me. Like, no. If if you, um, if you can separate that out in your head and and, uh, maybe it was also because it wasn't mutually fun. Well, <laughs> probably <laughs> partially probably probably the problem there. I did not have fun. So you you guys out there, you know who you are. I did not have fun. Thank you. Okay, bye. Yeah. Um, but again, that's me not speaking up, right? Probably. And in half of it, like I was a partner in the situation and I let it go mm-hmm. rather than demand. Demand's a weird word. <laughs> we're, we're going off the deep end on this one. <laughs> I think I was never really a fan of it. I think I had like one encounter kind of like, uh, I'm going to say two. But one was kind of a dating kind of thing, but not completely. And that ended up, like, kind of hurting me more so than anything because I developed feelings while the other did not. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not particularly a fan just because I'm not very good at, like, my feelings always get involved. They always do. And I'm always like, are we going to hang out? Maybe? No? Cool. Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, there it is again. Yeah, we are going to have to do that explicit thing, aren't we? I didn't really realize I was doing it. Um, It's it's just hard. And any of the other single ladies out there, anybody else that's... Not even single ladies, single men, single single people. mm -hmm. I, I feel like we all feel how hard it is to find someone to share space and to share a life with. And it's just... I'll be honest, I I have built a life that I'm really proud of. I, I have a home on my own. I have a good job. I do things that fulfill me. And so for someone to be a part of that life, they have to add to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm more than willing to make room for someone in my <clears throat> life, but it has to be an addition. Not necessarily... It has to be a collaboration, not a... Not something where we just both give up something. And obviously, you're, you're, there's going to be trade-offs, right? To any situation, there's always an opportunity cost. But the the sum of the parts should be less than the whole. That's the wrong phrase there. I know where you're going with it. Yep. <laughs> Make some metaphors. It's fine. All right. Let's, let's take a walk on the lighter side. <laughs> Laura... Can you t- can you tell the audience about your worst first date? Okay, the worst one, the the date was okay. Um, the worst part of it came later. So we went on a date to this. Uh, oh man, what was the name of the place? It was in the Haymarket. 
and it was a little coffee shop that you had to go like downstairs. It was on the corner of Oh, man. Oh, the <laughs> mill. Do you remember where the mill was? Yes. It was across the street and down. Okay, gotcha. So, met him down there. I think there was some weird poetry thing going on. I don't mean offense to people like poetry. It was just one of those weird, like, people. Poetry slam things? Yeah, it was kind of odd. Not my cup of tea. Anyway, so we're kind of having our date. And this way, I'm pretty sure I told you about this guy. Because I thought he was... Okay, backstory. <laughs> Mom and Dad's church got a new pastor. <gasps> I remember this story. Okay, I'm Mom ready now. continuously told me that there was this guy, a, a boy of the pastors that was similar in age, and he knew that I was single. Yeah. Because Mom informed him. Thank Thanks, you Mom. For that. Bus. Anyway. <laughs> so, somehow I came across... I think him mm-hmm. on a dating app of some kind. I don't remember if it was like Tinder or if it was like an actual yeah like website thing. But I was thinking it was him. I wasn't for sure. And I don't remember what exactly pointed me into the direction of thinking that it was him. But mm-hmm. something about it kind of lined up. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. So... Went on the date. It was okay. I think we had, like, hot cocoa or something like that. And Yeah. I remember him talking about, like, he was doing... This is, sounds so catty and terrible of me, but he was the person who would drive around and check, like, fire extinguishers or, like, try and sell, like, fire packages to people yeah. and stuff like that. And I was kind of like... It's an interesting you job. You got your life together, don't you? Because <laughs> I'm a terrible person. Clearly, I had my life together. Um, <clears throat> and the date was okay. Yeah. He was fun to talk to. I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. But it was afterwards. I get a text from him. Oh, boy. And I'm pretty sure it was something along the lines of him wanting to lick my butthole. And I was like, whoa, bro, no. <laughs> oh, no. And I think... I don't. I don't. Know I don't even you. know that I texted him back. I think I, I just hardcore stopped. I you called me. And you're like, what do I say? I'm like, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you're not into that, so <laughs> I was just like, Ugh. Ugh. I think he texted me later and was like, it was meant as a joke or something. And I was I'm like, like oh. I think you were testing the water to see what the response would be. <laughs> and given and the water thing. is full of sharks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby, there's a shark in the water. <laughs> Okay. Um, How about you? Oh, man. So many to choose from. <laughs> All right. I will give you the one that made me go the same same kind of reaction that you had. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> so it was when I was up in North Dakota. And, guys. I if you were going to go with the, the Coors guy who, like, busted the beer open, like, <laughs> right away. Oh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> I have many of a story about first dates, so if you want us to do an entire episode of Terrible First Dates, I got you covered. I have enough. I don't know whether it's just animal magnetism that's drawn them to me, or what. Beating them off with a stick. I should stop fishing with corn dogs. <laughs> that, that's the problem. Well, you see, there was a corn dog under the ocean. They all drink bush. Anyway, all right. Back to the back to the story. Um, I'm so here's curious the problem, now. though. Here's the problem. Like we could have gone Mormon when I was out in Utah, and how weird those conversations got. 
We could we get to North Dakota. Oh, buddy. Like, it Everybody's gets... Everybody's looking for their mom in North Dakota. Well, I mean, it also gets cold, so everybody's got one thing on their mind all the time. And then back here... In, corn dogs? <laughs> corn dogs. <laughs> and then back here in, in Omaha, it's been an interesting ride. Right. I would imagine it's quite the mixture here. <laughs> you probably never really know what oh, you're going to get in Omaha, because oh, it's such goodness. a melting pot of oh, people. Oh, goodness. Okay, so, um, the one I'm going to pick... Um, he, it was right after I'd moved up to North Dakota, and I was like, all right, uh, I'm up here all by myself, like, trying to start, like, dipping your toes in the water again. And, gentlemen, if you are not 5'10", <laughs> please do not put in your profile that you're 5'10". I am 5'9". If you say you're 5'10", I expect that you are taller than me. Not significantly taller than me, but taller than me. So... Already, when I met this gentleman, we were not winning. So he'd said he was six foot. I five eight, five eight tops. So I mean, I'm gonna tell you that's four inches. We're gonna notice. <laughs> like you could, it's Can't four hide inches. That one. We're gonna notice. Um, and for whatever reason, like didn't really match up with profile, right? So did look somewhat like his profile picture. I'm not gonna say I was fully catfished. But it was, it was questionable. I'm like, all right, well, um, there's only a few places to eat in Wapiton and Breckenridge. So we went to, there's a nice restaurant in Breckenridge that's way too close to my house for, for comfort. I was wondering if it was going to be there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to the Wilkin. It was like six o'clock. It was early. Mm-hmm. And we... Early. <laughs> we get some food. And like, he's a nice guy to talk to. Like, we're having good conversation I can already tell, like, from a sexual interest standpoint, like, I'm just, like, I'm not jiving, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you make my lady butts crawl further <laughs> into my body. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not necessarily, um, he wasn't super honest, but I'm like, I'm going to get to know this human, because obviously something, you know, he was feeling really insecure, so, like, I can talk to him, right? And I'm still naive 24-year-old Sam of, like, I can be friends. Like, I'm just looking for friends, right? If it doesn't work romantically... I, I could be friends. So we are closing out dinner. He's like, do you want dessert? I'm like, I'm probably good. <laughs> like, this was a full sit-down, trapped-in-a-booth situation. Uh-huh. Um, and then, as, as one does, before the check comes, he asks me what I think about ballet flats. Because he has a pair that he would love me to wear. And that he also wears them. And that it that would be okay with me. <laughs> what? I I don't know if it was a foot fetish or a shoe fetish, but like he told me he had a special pair of ba- ballet flats that he loved to wear, and he would love if I would also wear this pair with him. And I'm just like, uh, well, <laughs> how do you get out of that? I don't even remember how I got out of that. Um, but. <laughs> How did you not tell me about this? I don't. Oh I don't God. know. So, uh, I I think I just gently excused myself, and then I never ever went on that side of town where he worked again, <laughs> which is hard to do because Wapiton and Breckenridge are not big towns. No, they're not. Like, you well, can throw a stone and hit the other side of both of them. Well, I guess I'm never going to stop at that gas station ever. <laughs> He's probably still there wearing his ballet flats. Oh, no. It was just... I don't know. Like, 
whatever floats your boat, man. But that's not really first date kind of material. Like, especially not because it had, like, conversation was okay, but it had not gone super swimmingly. Like, yeah. I had. Maybe to him, your conversation was like, oh, God. Nothing but, like, the warm up. Like, he was like, all right, this is happening. It's happening. I have done well tonight. So. I have met me a lady. Anyway, I, I hope he found a nice lady that loves ballet flats as much as he does. I just, it wasn't me. So I have a question. Uh oh. Not Paula. about this in particular. Okay. But, so your first date with the guy that you dated up there for a uh-huh. while. It didn't go well. Really? Uh-uh. I was wondering about that. I don't know if you, I don't think you've ever told me how your first date went with him. Was it just, like, killed conversation or what? Um, <clears throat> so we had good, like, I would say we had okay conversation, but. I was very astounded when I met him. It was not at all what I was expecting. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Not at all. Um, so, I think probably the bigger problem was, is he had this awful, god-awful facial hair at that time. And, like, later, um, like, we met met up later, and, like, it turned into a thing, but, uh, it's just like, dude, what died on your lip? I told him that later. He's like, what? I'm sorry, I can't grow a mustache. I was trying. I was like, you shouldn't try again. <laughs> um, That's awesome. I mean, we went to a fun restaurant in Fargo, but yeah. Hmm. So I think, so another reason why that particular part probably did not work is that it was coming on the heels of the other situation we talked about. Mm-hmm. So they were bookended together. In fact, there was some overlap. That's what I thought. And so I think like looking back, I don't know that I gave him, like there were other reasons why it didn't work. But I don't know that I was as available as what I needed to be to make it work if, if that's what we needed to do. I mean, I also don't think he was particularly trying his hardest to make it work either, though. Well, I mean, <clears throat> so he he was very hesitant because we, we didn't know where my timeline would be, right? Mm-hmm. Which is ironic since he moved before <coughs> I did. Yeah. So I I think there was, there was a lot of factors at play there, but part of it was the situation I was getting out of. Mm-hmm. I remember I was he backed out late on me for a movie date like the second date and I was still talking to the other guy and like it got real weird (laughs) and then probably I don't know three or four weeks later he reached back out and like we went and got sushi and then like like it rolled from there Uh uh-huh yeah huh yeah it's just kind of weird yeah interesting Alright, so, first date stories. Again, if you want to hear some more, um, I almost probably have enough to do a separate podcast for it. I guess I could go on terrible first dates and monetize it. Then I'd feel a little better. I'm Okay, I'm gonna... (laughs) I definitely remember Coors one. It was Coors, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, the... Can I, can I tell you about my mission? The bowling guy, I remember that. That was a recent one. I felt really bad about that one, I know, that's why I'm like... That's why that's not. I know you told story. me a bunch of them, and I can't completely remember all of them. It's okay. 
Anyway, so if you guys want to hear more of those, um, we could just do like a, hey Sam, how was your dating life the last two weeks? (laughs) There's always something fun going on. Um, All right, so. Sam dates. (laughs) uh, I think as I look at 2020, um, like I said, I deleted all the apps off my phone. I just don't think they serve me very well. Like, if I'm using them as a tool, then that's fine. But after a few months on them, they get to feel a little redundant. Mm-hmm. Like, like you run out of swipes. Yeah. Or you run out of people that are matching your profile. Like, you can expand your filters. I'm like, I don't know. No. No. Because, I mean, the I only two... I anybody with soup ball, in from soup balls. <laughs> the only two filters I have is I, I don't really want to date a smoker because it tastes like I'm licking an ashtray when I kiss them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... What was the other one? It was one other filter. Like, they're not... They're not big things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so you can't, like, you know, choose for Repu- Republican. You can. Or, oh, can you? Yeah. Oh, that's a good call. <laughs> but so many of them don't classify their political views. But I can tell. Yeah. Guys, I don't know why you think we need to see you holding a fish. I don't know. <laughs> Please stop it. <laughs> I know you're really proud of that fish. Yeah. And it's probably like the only picture you have that somebody took of you. But just give your phone to your roommate or or somebody. Your mom. Somebody. Just get a picture that's not with a fish. <laughs> like, I don't want to see it. <laughs> like, it's, I mean, if that's. Also, I guess, if that's the type of girl that you're going after, that's great. But all of your pictures are with fish. Diversify. Boil. Boy. Oh. Come on. Boil. (laughs) Boil that fish. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I think 2020, I'm just going to try to be open-minded. Yeah. Stay off the dating apps for a while, though. Because I can't use them as a tool right now. Because... They, I just I would just use them as a distraction from work stress, mm-hmm. which they're not a game. <laughs> as much as they feel like a game, they're not a game. It's a game that's so easy to win. Because <laughs> yeah. men are very simple creatures sometimes. Ladies out there, I'm just going to tell you, if you ever need to pique someone's interest, bubble bath, wet legs picture. It does it every time. Super <laughs> simple. I'm just saying, like, it's... Yeah. It's prime. You will get a reaction that you want. I promise you. Even if you just want to push the button, push the button. It's hilarious. Please do this. I'm going to poke the bear. I'm going to poke <laughs> the bear. Oh, goodness. Don't drop your phone, though. That'd be bad. All right. So, um, I guess. I'm going to talk about my dating for 2020, <laughs> which is none. <laughs> You should take him on dates. Actually, we were... So, I still haven't gone... Oh! Oh. Some time about afterwards. Anyway, <laughs> we still haven't gone out for my birthday yet. Because things kind of kept happening that... Dre, get your shit together. <laughs> In his defense, we had reservations, and then... I have reservations. <laughs> <laughs> We end up canceling them. I think it's because Steph was in town. We wanted to hang out with Steph. And I was like, I will happily skip out on this to hang out with you guys. So that was totally fine. Um, But now it's just kind of like trying to actually get it fit into the schedule. Because there's been so much crap happening lately that I'm just like, mother of pearl, when is this going to happen? Yeah. Speaking of, I need to check and see when my next tattoo appointment is. Because I think that's coming up. Yeah. I should probably call them. Yeah. 
Um, but we were talking about going on a date, though. Yeah. Because I like going on dates every now and again. I feel like it kind of helps. Like, even though we live in the same house, we both have kind of different, like... You have different schedules. Yeah, very different schedules. Yeah. Very different schedules. <laughs> so, I've read one where... It was one where? Wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I read somewhere that you should follow the 2 2 2 rule. So every two weeks you go on a date, every two months you go out and you go somewhere for a little bit for like a weekend, and every two years you should go on like a vacation. Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah. That's a really, really good, because I feel like it helps kind of bring people back together. Because after a while, like even though I'm not a super touchy-feely person, I definitely like, like today I was kind of hitting that point where I was like... I'm going to crawl inside your skin. Basically. I was like, I just want hugs and cuddles. I need them now. <laughs> it's just like all of a sudden I'm like, <sighs> I'm like an amoeba on your body. <laughs> See, like, as someone with no significant other and with a best friend who is not touchy-feely, if I feel touched starved, then I have to go get a massage. That's what, that's the life I live. Because I feel like that's a better choice than letting someone touch me that I don't want to actually touch me. Well, there's a lot of truth behind that. That just, like, freaks me out instantly just thinking about it. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Hard pass. Oh, man. All right. So I guess, yeah, 2020 is just trying to stay open. Um, if I get to the point where I feel like I can use online dating as a tool again, you guys get, might get to hear some fun stories. Because <laughs> I don't know if it's, I don't know if I have crazy eyes in some of my pictures, but man, man. <laughs> It's a shallow pool of... <laughs> the dating pool needs a lifeguard. <laughs> Not for six inches, it doesn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, wait, it seems it seems like there's not a lot of great people out there. Maybe they're just not the, on dating apps. You know, there that could be true. Yep. There could be a lot of people who are just burnt out of the apps. I mean... Yeah. I mean, how many times... That'd be an interesting poll to see. How many times people turn them off turn them off? Yeah. That would be an interesting poll. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Okay. It's at Olive Garden. It's at Olive Garden. It's delicious. It's so good. All right, guys. So we're going to wrap up for today. Um, oh, wrap it up. <laughs> if you want to hear more, please, <laughs> please subscribe. Um, podcast is on Spotify, Apple, Apple, anywhere you get your... <laughs> Goodness gracious. I'm trying to do an outro here. Flava Flav. The podcast is anywhere that you get your podcasts. Um, if you want to hear more, just come back. We'll, we're trying to post episodes every two weeks, every second Saturday. So we'll see you guys next episode. Bye. Join us. Say, say bye, Laura. <laughs>